let's see here. Don't want to talk too close to the mic because last time it was popping. Pop a popping. Got the fucking Zen. Got the hot coffee. Yeah. And then we got, we also got the cold one. Got the uh, electrolytes brewing in the hydro flask. 40 ounces to freedom. Stimulate your prostate with some Ultima lemon flavor. And uh, yeah, man, I don't know. This is episode 40. It's uh, January of 2024. It's cold. It's cold. It's cold as a bitch out. And um, yeah, I just figured I'd sit on the couch and do a little something, something. So here we go. You know, I don't have any script. Don't have any prompt. I don't have any topics, really. I mean, I have a couple things that I want to talk about. Here's what we're going to start with, actually. So we're going to talk about um, celebrity, ladies' man, popular in the modern culture right now. You know him very well, Brett Gelman. Crickets. No, that was a joke. Um, I wanted to touch on real quick just uh, Travis Kelsey because it's, you know, he gets so much hate from a lot of people on the right. And, uh, you know, one one thing is like, I don't know how invested you guys are with football and popular culture and whatever. You know, he's he's on the Pfizer commercial. He's dating Taylor Swift. He's uh, about to play in the, I don't know, AFC divisional championship game. Um, dude's got it going on. Like he's dating America's version of a queen. Let's let's be honest. Like Taylor Swift, lover or hater, whatever. She is American royalty for a woman. Uh, she's, def- I mean, there's no question. Like you can definitely hate her if you want. And you can hate him if you want. And it's funny, like, all the haters are nowhere near his status level. Um, I don't love the fact that he's a spokesperson for Big Pharma, but that's whatever, right? He's probably getting paid a million dollars per ad. So I would do it, too. Um, Wouldn't take the shot, but, you know, whatever. It's not 2020 anymore. Who cares about that shit anymore, really? Who cares about culture and being mad at stuff anymore either, man? Like, that's something I heard on uh, Matt and Shane. They were talking about, like, he just mummered. And it it was just a fleeting thought. They didn't go into it. He was like, if you care about culture, that's gay. Like, care about your hobbies. Care about what you like to do and family and friends and community. Getting invested in this culture war is just, it's lame. It's meaningless it goes nowhere um and it doesn't serve you it doesn't do anything for your well-being it does the opposite so yeah i don't know he's got it going on for sure and i'm not a chiefs fan per se um i i don't care really i i want i i would like to see the bills win so that's that and um yeah i don't know this this uh this program is brought to you by the the kelsey swift foundation 
So like, comment, and subscribe. Nah, man, it's cold out. Uh, last night was, when I got home, it was the, the feels like with the wind chill was negative five, dude. Negative fifth. It was a neggy fizzyth. That was cold, man. And just, you know, like these seasonal blues are getting to me, dude. They it, it hit me like a fucking Mack truck all of a sudden, like this week. You know, November, I was chilling. It wasn't too cold out. I was making money. I was working. December, like Christmas time, it was lovely. You know, I got to see some family, whatever. And then all of a sudden, like a week ago, I was just like, this life you know and i got family on the other side of the state and it's like 30 degrees warmer there every day should i move there this negative five with subarus everywhere you go and you know liberals i just don't you know and let me rephrase let me back back it up not trying to get into the culture war but it's it's hard man it is living around people who don't think like you do. It it takes a toll, especially if you live in somewhere very radical as where I live. It's 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 very in your face and left and you know the black flags and the rainbow flags and the neighborhoods when you're just driving. You just see it's just in your face. You just see it and then the Subaru in front of you has a sticker about like dismantling like the patriarchy. It's just in your face. So I don't know. It's my fifth winter here. I think it might be time for a change, dude. I don't know, but I love where I live. Got a cool spot. I don't know if you can see it, but uh, in the corner there. Yeah, in the corner over there, I got the, uh, I got my little nerd shelf. Got the Tony Soprano pop thing, the pop Funko next to the Derek Jeter rookie card. On the other shelf, you got you got No Country for Old Men, the book. You got the Derek Jeter signed baseball. And then my prized possession, you've got the 1999 base edition hollow foil PSA grade 7 near mint Charizard card. It's fucking cool, man. Just buying dumb shit that I don't need to fill this hole this void this god-sized hole that can only be filled with the power of christ <laughs> now and then you got the uh nickelodeon clock the alarm clock i found that on ebay dude it's straight 90s kid i just love it when the alarm goes off it doesn't <laughs> so yeah that's cool but yeah man um So, uh, yeah, what we're getting at is the, the cold, seasonal depression and stuff, you know, and here's what I wanted to, to, to tack on was, um, as you can see, I'm still slightly out of breath, got my ass up and I went to the gym and I did some hard cardio for 20 minutes on the treadmill. I just pumped it out, sweating buckets on that treadmill, you know, and, um, it's there's a there's a huge difference in in the feelings you get you know you walk in the gym i walk in the gym and you know feeling a little bit of depression and the seasonal and the cold and the 
whatever, you know, the heebie-jeebies. And then you pump it out, you know, you throw on some Kodak, and you just get after it, man. Jocko, Jocko. You just get after it, Jocko style. Which, by the way, Jocko's kind of gay now. But uh, you just you just go hard for 20 minutes, man. Hard cardio. Get that heart rate up to like 170, 175. Uh, and then you check in with your body after as you're stretching with some calm down music. And um, the the difference in how I feel from before and after is world's difference. I mean, it's... It's Japan to Ireland of a difference, man. It's it's crazy. So I just love, I love it. Even even when I don't feel like doing it, I know for sure I'm gonna feel better after. Not always. You don't always get that same endorphin runners high every time. But today I got a good one, and for that I am blessed and thankful. So yeah, it was it was it was great, and I just wanted to share how. How different you feel after that. It's, um, you know, for people, you know, who struggled or struggle, struggled or struggle with drug and alcohol addiction, it's always chasing that dopamine high, right? And now it's that runner's high. It's, it's the equivalent of, you know, putting flame under tinfoil and chasing the dragon. <laughs> used to taste like marshmallows, man. Those blue 30s, if you know, you know. But now it's not, you don't got to live like that no more. Um, get to be around and do service for loved ones and share the message. And yeah, I don't know, man. I don't mean to sound gay or whatever, but it's cool. It's not all it's not all rainbows and kittens and shit after the gym either. But, you know, you get a little bit of energy and then you come here and you just talk into the void. Which, by the way... And I and I've said this before on the podcast, and it's man, like podcasting is gay. No, really, like in twenty twenty four, everybody has a fucking take, and everybody has an opinion, and everybody wants attention. I'm so glad I don't have like Instagram and Snapchat and TikTok. I have this with my three listeners, you know, but it's not about that. I don't care about that anymore. It's it's just about venting, talking into nothingness. It does something. Just like cardio does something, you know. Scientifically, <clears throat> the endorphins from cardio and the dopamine and the serotonin, there's different chemicals released in the brain from different exercising techniques, I think, but whatever. I think cardio is the endorphins. Um, dopamine is dope. That's a cool word. Yeah, dopamine. Uh, saw, dude. A saw. I just got arrested with a saw, dude. In my Volkswagen Passat, dude. My car got searched and they found my saw box on, dude. So, yeah, you know. Comedy, like, podcasting is gay because it's people like me talking into a fucking void. But the amount of attention that people want today is just, it's cringe. You're cringe fag. It's a bunch of cringe fags, man. And, you know, this ain't that. This is different, you see. (laughs) 
set the hot one here. This is different. This is different because, um, you know, it's not. But it's uh, it's fun to not be phony either on on the t- on the pod. Like, you know, act like I have any answers for people or act like some fucking life coach. Kill yourself, please. If you're a therapist, like, you're the sickest in the room. Yes or yes. And don't get me wrong, that stuff has helped. I've learned some tools and coping mechanisms. But if you're in therapy for a decade, it's like, come on, what are you doing, dude? You know, I've gone. I've had hard times. And I've gone. And then I've left. Thank you for the information. Here's my money. You know, Godspeed. Warm warm wishes to you. But I don't know, man. Everyone, like, everybody thinks they have the fucking answers. All these, like, not everyone, like you, but, like, influencers. I hate that fucking word, dude. It's so cringe. You know, do this for seven days, change your life. You know, 20 minutes of this can get you this body. It's like, no, it takes longer than 20 minutes or seven days. It takes a fucking lifetime, okay? Nobody knows what they're doing. Even the fucking 69-year-old on his 420th satanic ritual at Bohemian Grove. He is still fucking lost, man. You know, your therapist or your sponsor or your pastor, they don't know. They're No, everyone is just going through the motions, dude. Fake it till you make it, sure. Be phony. Pretend, you know... Act as if I get that, but don't sit here and pretend like you're some fucking guru, you know. Maharaji Gar Guru Shivadev Mahadeva Shambo, get the fuck out of here, okay? So this is just a rant. This is just a fucking whatever. You know, I'm talking to the fucking thing, but it's cringe. You cringe, fag. Influence. It's. You know, this ain't that. This this ain't this ain't your fucking typical like you know, and the and then the stand up comedy has has become so lame now, dude. Cause every now it's now it's the cool thing. Everyone's got a special, you know, everyone's got a take. You go to SNL and it's not even comedy anymore, dude. It's like so political it's in your face it's not even like they're not even trying to be funny anymore they're literally i don't know if you guys have seen what's going on on that channel but it is so politicized it's it's ridiculous like it's it's funny how bad it's become you know there's some funny people still you know michael che whatever he's funny but like Dude, it all it all started back back when, you know who got in in office, and um, it's just been like the, you know the ivermectin thing with uh, Flappy Bird Kid. What's his name? Uh, 
it was Kyle Mooney and uh, Pete Davidson trying to be like Joe Rogan impersonate. It didn't even try to like act like him or anything. Like, shit, man, stick off from acting, man. It's fucking scrape, man. They weren't even like trying to do an impression because they were like above him to even try, it seemed like. And now you got the ones with, um, there's a, there's a new sketch where it's like Hamas and Israel and the, you know, that whole thing going on. And then like Claudine Gay with the Harvard thing. And like, do you denounce like this or condemn whatever the fucking words are using? It's like, dude, just be funny. What happened to comedy? You know, man, like. And I don't even go to open mics anymore, dude. In this city that I live in, you go to open mic and the host is a tranny. You know, the opener's gay. No shade to them. But if you're just like me, a normal dude, they don't don't fuck with you. You should have seen this place I went to on a Monday night on the west side of town. It was fucking... It was insane. It was insane how woke the host was. It It's not even comedic at that point. So, you know, fuck stand-up. I got, like, three guys who I listen to. I got, like, two podcasts that I like. And that's it. That's all I need. You know, got the extracurriculars eating a lot in the winter feed i feed a lot in the winter like i'm a fucking bear just hibernating with my fucking france beanie that i got over there in that disgusting trashy nationalistic state by the way they all learned english in grade school but they refused to speak it did you know that do you realize if we were any level of proud to be this country like they are in Japan and China it would be it would be like you can't even have an american flag anymore cuz that's a that's now that's a confederate flag um i don't know like i said dude the culture war and politicizing things is retarded but it's just funny how like other nations get to be proud to be who they are but then you come here and it's like nope you can't be proud to live here or else you are a nazi it's like eh, they had you know by the way that world war ii from the front lines on netflix very good very good documentary i applaud you netflix some guy probably made it and sold it to you because let's be honest you're not you're not pumping that out yourself it was too good to be a Netflix original. I'm sorry. I learned a lot about World War II, the colonial armies from Africa and Asia, and everything that like Mussolini did, and you know, I learned about um, how like Rome got bombed, and one of the um, I'm sounding retarded now, but there there was a uh, outside of Rome, there was a very religious. Um, you know, building, structure, castle, whatever. And it got bombed and there was no Nazis in it. It was just civilians. And it was sad. And then, you know, um, 
Yeah, it's interesting, man. We learn a lot about about the war. Churchill, he's based. I mean, he's, you know, he's whatever. He's Churchill, you know. We will fight in the oceans. We will fight in the skies. We will fight on the ground. You know, but um, he stopped them. The, uh, the RAF, the Royal Air Force, stopped the, um, what is it, the Luftwaffe, the uh, German Air Force. They stopped them in the skies. They knocked down like 1,600 aircraft. Pretty cool. And then the, the Soviets, the Red Army, um, I didn't realize how cool they were too. They they did the final invasion on Berlin at the end of the war. And the reason apparently that FDR didn't send the GIs in was because we had too many casualties at that point from, um, you know, Normandy and then um, Battle of the Bulge, you know, all those things. We lost a lot of GI American troops there. And so uh, Soviets did the final assault on Berlin. And then um, what else? Mussolini, he, uh, they started hating him. And so Italy switched. They were the Axis powers, which consisted of Germany, Japan, and Italy. And then like towards the end, they, they switched. Um, I think they kicked out Mussolini or whatever. Uh, and then they joined the Allied forces, which is obviously us, France, Britain, uh, and the Soviet Union. Which um, the Soviet Union had like some other Eastern European countries under their their reign. Uh, I think Ukraine, maybe Slovakia. I don't know. I don't know. I'm 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 also not smart. I'm also retarded. So, but dude, Germany had so much power. They had control of like all of Europe, most most of Europe, like Western Europe for sure, and like some of Eastern Europe at their height, at like 1940 or whatever. It's like everything, dude. They started with, um, oh man, what were those those countries underneath them? Um, Czechoslovakia and Austria, I think they started, and then the war started when they invaded Poland. And since Britain and France had a pact with Poland, Britain and France declared war on Germany. And by the way, fuck France once again, you cocksuckers. You didn't do shit for the war. You surrendered. Paris got taken early. You didn't do shit. Go to World War II casualties. France is like barely fucking on there. Britain, yes, y'all fought hard. Shout out. But I fucking hate the French, dude. <laughs> they just, they refuse to speak English. They don't like Americans. Bitch, we bailed your ass. If it wasn't for us, you'd all be speaking German right now. Come on. And then, you know, I went over there and it was Paris Syndrome. There's an episode about it. Um, just not a fan of the French, dude. I fucking have this hat. It keeps me warm, but it should burn it. Um. Yeah, and then I met this guy at the place. By the way, cardio rules for endorphins and seasonal depression. What also rules is, and I've talked about this before, saunas and cold plunge. Just stick to the basics, man. You don't need to go try all these new things. I mean, you can if you want. Transcendental meditation, ketamine, ayahuasca, 
whatever, dude. Been there, done that. Got the T-shirt. But, you know, uh, I just do things at work, man. Like three things. You know, maybe read books here and there. Prayer, breath work. Cool. Have a nice day. But, you know, I was at Sonic Cold Plunge Place. That rules. And I was talking to this guy. He's from Virginia. Lived in Paris for like 10 years. Had an accent. Spoke well French. Spoke English, obviously. He's from here. And he was just talking shit about America in the sauna, dude. I'm like, you moved back. Why? He, like, met some hot French girl, which props to you, bro, because French girls are hot as fuck. He, like, brought her back to the States, and he was like, you know, he's he's glad that he lives here now and that Trump's not in office. And, you know, he picked, he, he picked this city because <laughs> it's not – proud to be american i mean i live in a very liberal, liberal city very you can google the city i live in if you just type in like first city to propose reparations that's where i live it was on like cnn it was massive which by the way that's not going to ever happen and if it did it would just make them more poor than them when they started because they're gonna get all their money tax it spend it boom dead so i'm not an economist i'm just a retard thank you very much <laughs> So, like, yeah, I'm just talking to this guy, and he's, like, talking shit about America and, you know, how he's glad to be here with, you know, Biden in office now. And I should be like, bro, go back to fucking France and kill yourself. <laughs> All right, that is not – sorry. It's Sunday. It's God's day. But, hey, man, this is a pod. This is what I want to talk about, so who cares? <laughs> no one's going to even listen to this shit. I'm going to post it on Discord. And then I'm just going to get three listeners and it's going to be the, that's going to be it. So I don't know. Fuck that guy. He was nice, you know, but if I would have told him like, you know, I have an AR and like an American flag on my porch, he'd be like, Oh, you are Nazi. I don't fuck with you. What's out of the French talk? Who cares? Impressions are interesting because you don't have to be funny to do impressions. You just have to be a fucking schizophrenic. All right, this is my take on impressions. Impressions are funny. Doing impressions does not make you funny. It just makes you talented at doing impressions. And it just makes you, like, schizophrenic, dude. Because, like, if you can do a bunch of different personalities, you're crazy. You're probably on lithium or need to be on it. And then you won't be as good at impressions if you're medicated. I don't know. That's my take. It might be retarded. Um, you know, I'm not good at impressions. You can get better at them. Like, obviously, you know, there's people who can do impressions who are also funny, clearly Chappelle and Shane, whatever. But I do like impressions. I think they're hilarious. I'm not good at doing accents from other countries. I think practice makes perfect. And if you can tell I'm lazy, I sit on a couch and burp and fart. Uh, ain't nobody got time to practice a French accent the fuck out of here suck my picholine yeah you want a brujul i got one right here for you anyways that's it bro i mean the sopranos it always comes back to the goddamn sopranos best show ever on television it is so good it is just like cinematic excellence all right so to uh in in closing here stand up is gay now there's only two good podcasts left. This is not one of them. <laughs> and um, 
movies and TV shows rule. Good movies and TV shows, documentaries, Sopranos. Um, I watched some fire movies over Christmas break, dude. Yeah, I did. Um, I caught up on a lot of movies that I never watched. I haven't done an episode since before Christmas, so yeah, I'll talk about that real quick. Um, I did watch It's a Wonderful Life on Christmas again, and let's just let's just be honest real quick in the void here, guys. Like, last Christmas, I was not in a good place, okay? This Christmas, I was in a fucking awesome place, and last Christmas, I cried watching It's a Wonderful Life because of how lonely and sad I was, and this Christmas, I cried watching it's a wonderful life because of how free i am i feel and it's a wonderful life might be the best well it's the best christmas movie of all time that's no discussion but it might be like in my top five ever yeah 1940s i think it was like right around the war yeah that movie might rule yeah what else did i watch i watched blade runner i watched blade runner 2049 um, I watched some good fucking movies, dude. I wonder if I, cause I have a list of the movies I watch. I keep a list cause I'm retarded and I can't remember things. So I literally have to write down the movies that I've seen. All right, here we go. Oh, Lost in Translation. I just watched that. That was good. That's with uh, Scar Joe, Scarlett Johansson and Bill Murray. Um, Oh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yes. Uh, it might be Quentin Tarantino's best movie. Inglorious Bastards obviously is great. Um, Reservoir Dogs is good. Very good. You know, um, you know, he's got some great movies. You know, I've seen like a lot of them, Pulp Fiction and um, Tarantino, Tarantino. Um, yeah, I can't think right now. He's got some good movies, but... Once Upon a Time in Hollywood might rule for his movies. Um, what else did I see? Did I write all these down? I've seen some other really good movies over the holidays, man. Um, I watched Heat. That's great. I mean, he's a very good movie. Uh, I watched Casino. Yeah, I tried to get into Scorsese, so I watched Casino. Um... Oh, what's that one movie I watched? It's Scorsese. It's with the guy who... Let's see. Scorsese movies. He's like walking around New York all night. Um, and it's not like one of his most known movies. Oh my God, The Departed. Dude, Scorsese has so many good movies. Goodfellas, The Aviator, Shutter Island, Wolf of Wall Street. I haven't seen Killers of the Flower Moon yet. I haven't seen Raging Bull either. Taxi Driver. Dude, he has so many good movies. What's the one that I saw, though? Oh, After Hours. 1985 movie. Good. I don't know who the fucking actor is. He was like a one-hit wonder guy, probably. But, yeah, so Scorsese might be the best director of all time. And uh, Place Beyond the Pines. I watched that over the Christmas break. You know, I watched um, Tree of Life with the Brad Pitt with Brad Pitt and I wasn't too I don't know like I wasn't too sold on it it's long as fuck there's a lot of um scenery with like 
scientific like DNA shit going on and like nature and stuff. And that's, it's cool, but it's like, all right, what are we doing here? So I don't know. Tree of Life, skip it, I guess. Maybe it's good to watch like once. Um, Lost in Translation, I said that. Pieces of April, what's that one? Oh, the girl who has uh, people over for Thanksgiving or whatever. That was okay. It was good. It was kind of gay. What's her name? Um, yeah, Katie Holmes. Okay. It was all right. Seen um, Fargo, Boogie Nights. Okay, here we go. Boogie Nights was fucking good, dude. Boogie Nights was interesting. It had a lot of like comedians in his old school. Like Boogie Nights, like Mark Wahlberg when he was like getting done with Marky Mark. Those days. Yeah, so I watched a lot of movies over the holidays. Um, yeah, and so good movies rule. Bad movies suck. Bad comedy gargles cock. And woke comedy is the worst of them all. So, you know, um, I don't know. Fungal, all of you, honestly. Kick scratch. Um, yeah, get the fuck out of here. All of you guys, man, like this is, um, there's not really any other movies I wanted to touch on unless, yeah, I kind of went through Scorsese. I'm going to, I'm going to finish, uh, the World War II documentary. I already went through it once, but I'm going to watch that again for sure. And, um, I don't know any other shows like True Detective, the new season came out. I don't care to watch it really because it's season one is so good. And then you just, every other season just gets steadily worse after that. So I'm going to skip the new season of True Detective. I do want to see Killers of the Flower Moon, but it's like three and a half hours. It's supposed to be Scorsese's like last movie or whatever. Um, and then, yeah, I just, I've been vibing in the gym, a lot of good music and stuff. So hobbies, man, playing uh, Call of Duty instead of Call of Duty. I just want to tell you that you are a call of cutie. Yeah, you listening to this in the void. So um, this has been an episode with um, hot and cold. You know, I got the sauna and the cold plunge. You got the fucking coffee and the electrolyte water. Sponsored by Zinners, dude. Zimbabwe's. Zinachino. Lip pillows. Zin pouches, man. The lip pillow. Um, yeah, I gotta go. All right. Peace.